whipping up some ranch. BBQ. Andrew, back. I got I got myself sorted out. Jen, would you agree that I'm doing a lot better now? It, I I would hope so, but I'm also worried about your future because you you drank the rest of the. the no, I didn't drink the rest of it. That's what we're going to announce. I've got a little oh, bit no. left. I'm going. I have another drink here next to me, but I I did commit early on in the show that I would drink the entirety of my hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast Zero Sugar. I'm gonna do that now. Um, would you like to fill by telling us about like an especially good book you've read lately? I mean, I always want to talk about books, but most of what I'd like to talk about is how every time you hold up that can to drink it, it's so oppressively large. Like I, I keep thinking about how gross it is and then there, how much of it there is to have consumed feels bad to me. Yeah, he's still drinking it. I just am really worried about his tomorrow is the problem. Good news, friends, it's over. You've done it. Sharp-eared listeners to the podcast will recall a certain Thursday evening in recent weeks that took place at the Nisei Lounge. If you recall that night, uh, well, you've got one up on me. I don't recall that (laughs) night. It was the first night of Draft Weekend. But uh, don't worry for even one second. This night is nothing like that night. For one thing, you know what went wrong that night, Jen? I was, wait, 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 was it Malort? No. Well, it was Malort was it was Malort related. But in truth, I was overserved. I'm it's, sure. it's we're all trying to find the guy who did this. We're very upset that it happened. But Oh uh, yeah, which one of which one of every single one of the people that you hang out with from this group chat that listens to this podcast could it have been? Uh, also could have been the bartender, also could have been strangers who saw me as a person who was very happy to buy Malort shirt. Now, boy, Malort Sharts. Now, there, there's a money-making opportunity. Uh, but either way, uh, me drinking one can of this tonight has nothing in common with me being overserved at the Nisei Lounge. And yeah, I'm not worried about the alcohol. I'm worried yeah, about. I'm gonna feel. I, I'm gonna drink. I'm, I'm drinking so much water tonight. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, and the good news is, I've got a new drink that now that I've got that bad drink behind me. I can drink very casually. Got a new glare spotted cow right here. I oh, was in yeah. I was in Wisconsin recently. I had opportunity to buy some of this. And so now we can just have that. Oh, Everything's fucking chill. We're, we're way better. Way better off. We used to have friends that lived in Milwaukee. They moved to Portland. And we, when we'd go see them, we would stop and we'd get our Wisconsin beer and our Wisconsin cheese. And now we don't really have that in our lives. And seeing that beer made me miss it a lot. Yeah, it's good stuff. It is good. I have a question about the draft. We are far enough out that we can declare it COVID outbreak free. Is that right? I declared it COVID outbreak free like four days after the draft. So we are certainly there now. It's a huge upgrade from last year. Yeah. Incredible. Um, I recall after last, like I am in no way like the ringleader or person in charge but I can understand, given my status of having a podcast, that some people might think, some people who are not especially close to the group, 
might think that I was the person in charge. And I remember thinking, I hope that like the wives and girlfriends of everybody <laughs> associated with this group doesn't think that like Johnny made everyone go to Chicago and get Don't, COVID. Like, personally blame you. Yeah, I didn't fucking do that. I'm good. Yeah, I. I shouldn't say this after what you just said, but obviously I feel like you are like the head of the group. That's, That's my true. perception no. as one of the wives. But I can't imagine how that would translate to blaming you for COVID. I like the second part. I don't like the first part, but on the whole, it's okay. Apologies. Well, good job, all of you. Yeah, we didn't get COVID. COVID. <laughs> it was comical last year. I mean, I feel bad. I shouldn't say that because, of course, like people were sick and that's not good. But it was like shockingly thorough. It was everybody. Everybody but Pat. And Pat had just had COVID. Yeah, just had COVID. It is impressive the extent to which people like this was this was a group that had not had COVID. Yeah. And then we all got once. COVID at once. Yeah. It was like, I remember the day, like, I feel like every 10 minutes, Pat was like, he was like live. It, it was, it was the okay. Monday after. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, Bill doesn't feel good. <laughs> this person. Yeah. So, and so had a light positive. And then it was like, and then there was the wives that came next and the kids. It was yep. just like this unending. I was, I was very much like if I wasn't there the first night, so I, I, but I was, I, so I wasn't there like the Thursday, but I was there the Friday. So I was kind of like a day behind people. And so on the day yeah. I was like, I guess I'll take a test. And I got like the faintest of faint lines and everybody and you started, didn't have symptoms. And I had so nothing. Like, yeah. I, would, I never would have considered taking a test if not for everybody being like, I'm positive. I'm positive. And so I did it. And it was, I was just like a day the next day I was like, well, I kind of feel like shit now. Here we go. Yeah. Bad times. Bad times. Sorry to bring it up. But anyway, good job, all of you getting together, not getting COVID, remembering most of the days of the event. I think almost everybody remembers everything except for me. I'm the, I'm the fool. I did a bad job. Oh, it happens to everybody. Shouldn't happen to me. Hey, <laughs> it's time for our next segment. Uh what is your familiarity with Clark Gable the Third? Low. Low. So low, but non-zero. It sounds like. Mm-hmm. Or would you I'm like? Would you, is is everything okay? I'm, I'm wondering if there's a it, different Clark. It, this is just Clark Gable, regular Clark Gable. Was well, he a third, or is it like his kid? It, it, his, well, well, his grandkid. It is his grandkid. Okay, my my familiarity is zero. Okay, so the, it, is, it is like a guess based on knowing that his dad or his grandfather exists. Yes. Um, now let's huh. let's let's go into the next question. What is your familiarity with the television program Cheaters? Zero. Zero. So now I have great news for you. There's a television program called Cheaters that you should watch. <laughs> should I? Yeah, it's really good. Uh, if you had, if I, so do you know anything about the show cheaters? No, literally nothing. Okay. Guess what it is. Uh, well, hmm. All right. People cheating, but there's gotta be something to it. Is it like, is it like one of those shows where they can choose to cheat or something? There's Every some show like, is a show where people can choose to cheat. No, but you know, like they had that show where is, wasn't there something about my pottery class was talking about this. That's how cool I am. Uh, there was a show where like, they were going to get married, but they could like briefly date other people before they decided to get married or something. Like, I'm wondering if it's like a show where they like agree to cheat and that's because otherwise my only thought is that it would just be like 
in interviewing people who did cheat? I don't know. I am sad that it kind of sounds like your show is better than the real show. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> a show where people are like thinking, like, imagine if there was a show where people get engaged and they're like, I'm not sure. Like, you know what we should do? Let's cheat on each other. And, I, and again, it, that's part of it. It's, 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 it's not like we open a relationship up for a little bit. It is specifically, we're like, I am committed to you. But then they both go and cheat on each other instantly. Yeah, right. That like, sounds really good. This right, isn't that like show. They, but we don't reveal whether they chose that option. We just have, like, fucking footage of it. I don't know. Reality TV shows are wild. The pottery class has been trying to convince me to watch some. This is how I, I don't I don't actually Is it them, Love is Blind? Probably. I don't yeah. know. That, don't no, watch no, no, any no, of that no. fucking I garbage. Remember, Love is Blind, my sister tried to convince me to watch. And the pottery class did watch Love is Blind many of them and they said fine but they recommended this other one way more highly than love is blind because love is blind is just like they don't meet like they don't see each other and they decide whether to get married this other one was like people who were in committed relationships fuck island maybe and they have to decide to either like get married or like have a trial serious relationship with one of the other contestants from the show and then after that they have to decide to either get married to the person they wanted to or to end the relationship. And it sounds obviously insane, um, but they said very good. Okay. I haven't tested that out. Well, this is a difficult position for me because the show I am going to talk about and recommend to some extent is trash, but it ain't that trash. The, like that, that's, that's like the trash of the trash. Clearly. I think reality TV, I suspect that, most decent reality TV could be fun as long as you have like you're either watching it with people or you have like a good group text to talk about it. I have. Or I mean, I suppose if you're things. watching with your partner and you guys are both enjoying. No, Gina will not watch Cheaters with me. I have none of those. <laughs> if I watch Cheaters, will we be able to text about it? Yes. Uh, well, honestly, no. <laughs> now that I think See about it, here's what's up. Cheaters is a bad show. And it's mostly available to watch on VH1 at like oh, no. 11 a.m. on a Saturday. VH1 still a channel is yeah. what I'm hearing. It's a bad channel. I have enjoyed Cheaters for over a decade. Like I, I oh, remember being this is vintage in, reality TV. It, it, it is, but it went on for a long time. I don't think they're making new episodes anymore, but it's still on VH1 at 11 a.m. Uh, so when I was an undergrad, I watched Cheaters and I loved it. I thought it was great. It, 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 it's purely a syndicated show. And the entire premise is people say my significant other is engaging in potentially duplicitous behavior and I'm concerned about it. And then the Cheaters private investigators look into they take the case see if you had told me that this was a show that was from a bit back i think i would have guessed something along those lines but i assumed it was a new show and all the new shows have now we just openly embrace the trash exactly yeah like oh yeah i love like it's so fucking cool that this bad thing is happening so you're you're extremely right that i misled you you didn't mislead me um if i knew but the upshot of the show is both that one it, it's a great premise and it is often fake which is good fake 
I, it has to be. It, it, there's, I just refuse. There's also, <laughs> there's been like people claiming to be investigative journalists who talked to people who said it was fake, but also mm-hmm. very questionable. I, I am confident that it is often real, but I am also confident that the most salacious things that have happened are fake. But the production of the show is outrageous. <laughs> it is so poor. <laughs> it is so funny. <laughs> And this all combines to be a extremely good show to me. I could say when you were talking, when you were describing it, as soon as you said it was like a real, I was thinking how I could actually see in some ways being more interested in that because of seeing like the very dumb things like the, cause I feel like when we, we think yes. of certain things, yes. we think of yes. it in a movie way. We think of it in the like, a twisty thriller way, a thought out way, but like people aren't like that at all. They are so dumb and they're doing such dumb things all the time. And it's shocking. They don't get caught long before they do. So I feel like the endlessly, insanely stupid things these people must be doing could be really funny. So a huge part of what is good about the show is that they have like a narrator who discuss like, so they, they show like the footage that the, investigators get and then they they and they have like recorded phone calls of like the girlfriend calling the guy and he's like i gotta work late i'm sorry babe i'll be home soon and then it's like the narrator comes on he's like but instead he took her to play some games at a local game enthusiast establishment (laughs) and they fucking show him walking into dave and buster's (laughs) And it's like this dude and some lady who's not his girlfriend going to Dave and Buster's and you lose your fucking shit. It's incredible. I have a question because every once in a while, Pat and I will make the same joke. That's not funny because we've made it a thousand times, but it's essentially like, how do people have time to cheat? Like who, how would you ever, who's doing that? And then if we ever talk about it for more than just the joke, we just conclude like you just have to have a demanding like you just have to have a job that's demanding enough or that your partner thinks is demanding enough that it's work right that's the only way so my question to you is are every single one of these people cheating pulling it off to the extent that they're pulling it off just because of work it is overwhelmingly that and it is often hilarious like i work at the furniture store. And it's like, <laughs> motherfucker, the furniture store is closed. What are you talking about? How are you still at the... Now, that said, the moment I say that, that actually, what... Did you watch Yellow Jackets? Yes. There yeah. is a lot of... I got to yeah. say, I got to do like, inventory at the furniture <laughs> store. So I guess that was a terrible example. But <laughs> that that is exactly... But it, it is always like, babe, they, they, I got to pull an extra shift. And it's like, well, you said you'd be home. Like, I got to do it. And then it's like, he's going to TGI Fridays. Yeah. It's That's outrageous. the only thing that makes sense. Because, like, if you – and I, I, cause I thought to myself, like, I was like, oh, man, these, like, people with, like, big law jobs, like – that's the perfect job to cover up an affair, I guess, except that big law jobs actually still require a lot of hours. So that only You have to do it. <laughs> they're they're going like, to be fucking somebody like, in their office. You got to tell them, like, oh, I'm actually working. Fair, they yeah. might be. Yeah. Very doable. But it all, uh, otherwise, it's like I have to work 150 hours this week. Right. I, Uh-oh. I, I, I've never worked at a firm of any. I mean, I worked. I guess it was a nonprofit firm, technically. I've never worked at, like, a any size firm for profit. So I don't know. But from what 
some of our friends have described to me, like the amount of hours you actually have to work are soul crushingly yeah. high. Packing so, stuff onto that is insane. And it would make sense, like if you were just fitting sex in, that might work because that doesn't have to be that. And that's hours. never what's happening on the show. But you've got you've got to you've got to get to the sex part. Exactly. First. It's like I'm, I got to start dating a new girl because yeah. I want to get to. Hooking yeah, up with her date. instead of my girlfriend or wife. You can't, or take, you can't even take the person you're having sex with like out to dinner would be my assumption, which again leads me back to, okay, so it's got to be like another associate or a assistant or somebody else or partner. Yeah. You know, you do you. Um, I just don't, I don't know how. I, are any of these people good at it? The line? Sometimes. Yeah. It, it's a huge range. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're just mad at the person being cheated on like what you didn't need to call the show they they are making no effort they clearly don't like you yeah and like and honestly that it's uh not dissimilar from you ever watch you ever watch any of that catfish show on mtv no i watched a movie called catfish well it, it's based on the movie it's, okay. it's it's like uh, the guy from the movie did the show. The show's really okay. good, especially in the early seasons. And it was yeah. basically just people would. I like shows like this. It yeah. was basically people would you like vintage reality TV. Yes, uh, people would like email in and say, "I'm talking to a guy online, and it's going great, and I'm in love with him, but he won't meet me. Will you help me?" And then that was the show. And right. most of the time, it'd be like, well, actually, that was your friend who is Aww. gay and is not out yet. And you would always have compassion for the person catfishing and not the person. Oh, like, like that's over, and, and, and that's why it's a great show. No, that, yeah. that is intriguing. Yeah. Also, but I would assume that like this one, every time you're like... Yes, does. This, like, people are not what, as smart on this. What show. reason would a person have to constantly put off meeting you in person? Yeah. Well. Does it ever get detective-y, or is it purely just like, it took us 10 seconds, we found him? It and also, is it ever does. a woman, or is it always men? Uh, no, it's a huge range. Any person you can imagine, but that's probably part of why it's fake. Um, mm. But uh, <laughs> another part of why it is fun in the detective sense is they'll be like, uh, why don't you set up some, like they, they, they don't break the law. So they're okay. not like sneak into your partner's apartment and put up uh, cameras everywhere. But sometimes they will be like, we, you live with your partner. So set up cameras in your shared home. Oh, okay. And then they'll be like, and then the two parties moved things to the bedroom and they'll show them like going into the bedroom and then yeah. they'll like, like, and now put cameras in the bedroom. It's like, no, we know what happened. And they will just keep getting footage. So like, we need more. And it's outrageous. The show is often fake. I cannot be more clear that the show is often fake. Do the people, another thing that interests me, do the people, the, the cheater is cheating with, do they always know that the person is cheating on somebody or do they think that they are? Because that's another thing that doesn't make sense to me. If both parties are aware it's cheating, it starts making more sense. But I don't know how you could ever demote the amount of time you would need to to a person who doesn't know you are in another relationship. I guess maybe if it's an early relationship. I, I guess I'm, I'm still stuck in thinking of like people our age, marriage, kids, jobs. How would you get away with it? But like some of these people could be like 20. I don't know. They are, it is 
overwhelmingly people who don't have kids and are not married. The premise is that they don't know, but it is frequently the case that like you, well, to borrow a phrase, you ought to know. Like it, 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 it has so been established I mean. that you were you being cheated kids. on. You How don't many need hours it. a week could you squirrel away from Gina realistically that she would not like notice within a month? I think if Gina were told to guess, she would guess that I am cheating on her now. <laughs> so the answer is uh, don't fucking do anything because that would be a big mistake. Um. I will tell you in a similar vein, the first time Pat and I played this one deception game, like Uh-oh. Secret Hitler or something, I was like struck with the realization that like he could have another family and lie to my face about it. And I wouldn't be able to know from talking to him. I, I know he does not because, again, the time doesn't check Is out. That, yeah, I at some point, is, yeah. But, you look at your watch and it's like, well, I, you, you're, yeah, you're fucking here, so that's not the case. And I genuinely believe he would not do that. But if he wanted to and he had the time... I, I would like I think people would like to think that they would be able to tell and after that game I was like I would not know. You you ever know anybody who did that? Had in a second family? No, I would love to. That's fascinating. When I uh someone I uh when I was in high school, I had a classmate whose dad had a second family. Snap. No, tell me everything. Not not a big surprise in retrospect. Ah, it, see. It, it was like, yeah, that that's about right. See, that's the thing. I feel like a lot of books have this premise, or it's part of it, mm-hmm. a side plot, or movies too, right? But I think in real life, I think it would be like, I remember some, I don't know, some podcast, some story, someone mentioned that this person had a separate family, and they were across the street. Oh, I feel yeah. like I was like, that's what people would do in real life. Yeah. That's the fucking shit that people get up to. And it's just like, how how did this not get discovered before now? Because it's too insane. People don't jump to that conclusion. But there it was. No, yeah, I don't know anyone who's had a second family. That's pretty crazy. I I feel like I know of people who, like, it turns out their dad had had another kid, but that's different than, like, maintaining. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The family is so much scarier. It's crazy. How, how, like, how can that ever be a Like, you know what? Hey, and, and you know what? The guy was not like some rich guy. It wasn't like, oh, I just have so much money I can't help oh, that. But. Like that it was what? like it felt like both of them were not doing that great. Like, well, how good? Why did we do this? But also, that's another. I mean, like, millennials can't support two families. <laughs> this, is, this has been taken from us. Yeah. Back then, you could fucking support a whole second family. I should be so lucky. Without a college degree. I don't think that guy had a college degree. That's what I'm saying. He was like he was like in sales, and the <laughs> other family was just in a town. He had to go to do sales a lot in. Oh, that's very insane. <sighs> I think. Did you watch the? There was a stand-up special. I'm gonna feel bad because I don't remember his name. He hosted something recently. I'm not being helpful. Are you he talking about John Mulaney? Yeah. No. Oh no. No. Okay. No. No. Ah. Fuck. It was on HBO, and uh. The, the, the special is his name. And then he hosted, I want to say, the Academy Awards or something. Chris Awards. Rock. No. Um, anyway, this guy had a story. This is not helpful. I should just stop talking so that you can, like, cut this out. Everything's Oh, fine. well, he had a, a big part of the, the stand-up special, which I do recommend. It was very good, was he him talking about, like, his, his – this is one of those situations where his dad, like, 
sort of did have a second family or borderline did. And there's some discussion of it and like his grandfather doing it. Anyway, it's an elements of that stand-up special in a way that I found really interesting. I'm going to text you it later. You, you got to tell me who this is. I feel like that's the whole. I, do you object to me like taking a second to Google it, even though it might be more editing for you? I don't have no, to. No, no, do it. It's right oh, here. Oh, so it's called it's something Carmichael. Gerard Carmichael. Gerard Carmichael. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen this, but he's cool. I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, comedy is another place I probably should not be making recommendations to you. We'll put that right next to music. Um, I just happened to watch it because something I like recommended it. I don't like watch a ton of stand-up. I watch some. I don't want to watch John Mulaney. Are, is that good? Should I? Uh, I don't. I, I honestly don't watch any stand-up at all anymore. You don't listen to this podcast. There's no way you do. But there's a podcast called Keep It that I like a lot. And the host recently said, and he's funny and he writes for, I don't know, one of them, Jimmy Kimmel. And he said today that as he gets older, he doesn't watch stand-up comedy at all, which is something that as a young person, he would have never believed about yeah, himself. Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. And I thought that was really interesting. He said that he finds it now to be like the least interesting form of comedy. I like improv and sketch stuff. I just don't like, yeah. I don't like stand-up at all anymore. I thought that, that's so interesting that that's that way for you too. Because it was, I, I was surprised. And I thought it was interesting that he that he said that it was like a, such a huge part of his life, and just like he like it, it's very difficult to even care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Anything made by one person is made by a monster. We know it to be true. Oh. You only see it over and over again. Yeah. You can let yourself off the hook if like Tim Robinson would never hurt me. That's what's up. <laughs> He's my best friend. May thirtieth. It's coming so soon. Intentional hitting the table to make weird noises on the microphone. Did it work? I hope. We'll find out after. Hey, uh, I, I'm just going to throw this out there. Do you remember what the name of this segment is? Oh, this is a good quiz. No, Was it the reality TV? No. Cheaters? No. Uh, I think it's good that you don't remember. I like that. Let's continue on. Um, one of the fun things about cheaters is the bizarre <laughs> production of the show. It is, uh, it, it, it's, it's a syndicated show that just goes out and is on wherever. Like I say, I, it, it ultimately had like 15, 18 seasons, something like okay, that. Okay, so it's done. They're not making new ones. Uh, as far as I know, that's correct, yeah. But like it ran from like the early 2000s to pretty recently. And uh, that was always the premise of the show that that happened, that it was always about ch people cheating who submitted themselves. Um, but it was clear that the show was sometimes fake. In one of the first episodes, the first host of the show was on a boat, very similar to Lonely Island, and oh, no. he, he, got, he got stabbed uh, by, by, like, the cheater. But then, like, people looked into it, and it was like, it doesn't seem like this really happened. And it's I, I, I don't like, believe it really happened. I know what we should do. We should stage a stabbing. Um, and so my opinion of the show is that it is often real, but also the most exciting. Like, the one time somebody, they decided, they, like, went into their apartment and it turned out that, like, there was a dominatrix in there whipping the guy. I don't think that was real. 
I think that was fake. It was too convenient. The most interesting things on the show are fake, but I think it's often a real thing. One time recently I was – the most common time I watch Cheaters is on Saturday mornings. Like I'll come out into like, – like Gina and I did whatever on Friday night. I come out into the living room. I turn the TV on. I, maybe I had the Cubs game on the last night. The ca- so I, we have cable like through our apartment. I wouldn't pay for cable, but it's just free where I live. And we, I, I turn it on, and I'm like, oh, well, you know, there's nothing on the Cubs game channel. I'm flipping through. Cheaters is on. I put Cheaters on. And then Gina wanders out. I was like, why are you watching Cheaters? This show's some bullshit. And she's right. It is some bullshit, but I like watching it. But uh, the one time recently, we finished the show, and it said, and, and like the the host was like, "Everybody be good, don't cheat like these guys, whatever they say." And then after he left, a black and white image came on the screen, and it said, "Clark Gable the Third, and it had dates below to indicate that he had died. Oh no, I I'd already forgotten about Clark. And so I, it, it encouraged me to read the Wikipedia page for Clark Gable III, which I'm happy to announce I'm going to do on the podcast now. Please do. Before you do, this is the main reason the Internet should be taken away from me, because this is, like, my favorite thing to do. So, like, get reminded of some stupid person or something I didn't know about and then read their Wikipedia and then read somebody else's Wikipedia. I know this is special. This is what happens to us all. But anyway. The internet is a nightmare, and we shouldn't have it. Yeah. Clark Gable. Oh, so first off, Clay, Clark Glame. God damn it, Clark James Gable, September twentieth, nineteen eighty-eight to February twenty-second, twenty nineteen, also known as Clark Gable the Third, was an American actor, model, and television presenter. He was a host of television reality show Cheaters. I read ahead. I should Don't read ahead. <laughs> Gable was a grandson of Clark Gable, the son of John Clark Gable and Tracy Yarrow, and the younger brother of actress Kaylee Gable. His stepfather was former Chicago bassist Jason Sheff. So, and I, when I say Chicago bassist, I do mean the band Chicago. Oh, yeah. Now, do you know anyone from Chicago other than Peter Cetera? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I have no idea if that if that is good or bad in terms of being from the band Chicago, but he was from the band Chicago, but not the Peter Cetera guy. Gable was an actor and businessman. He owned a boutique men's fashion and surfing line of clothing and accessories. He was also the president of online electronics store Clark Gable Spygear.com. Gable was arrested in 2011 for shining a laser pointer at a police helicopter in Los Angeles. He pleaded guilty and was sentenced to 10 days in jail and three years of probation. Gable hosted the reality show Cheaters from seasons 13 to 15. Gable died at age 30 at Texas Health Presbyterian Hospital in Dallas on February 22nd, 2019, after being found unresponsive earlier that morning 
he overdosed on illicit fentanyl, oxycodone, and I don't know how to say this, but it's Xanax. Uh, so that's that man's life. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, on one hand, who cares? On the other hand, obviously a bummer. I feel like this is probably like once you get a couple generations removed from the primary insanely famous celebrity, this is probably not that uncommon. Although obviously the detail looks like I, I think unique, not that topic. uncommon. I think is perhaps underselling it. As good as it gets. Might be another way of describing right. it. Right, we've got we've got one generation off from Tom Hanks. It's Chet Hanks. What happened? But what, what about after Colin that? Hanks? Colin Hanks. Correct. Colin Hanks, pretty good. So, but not, do do yeah. you th- do you think if his name hadn't been Clark Gable the Third, maybe he'd he'd still be alive today? Genuinely, potentially, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of think so too. I'm not joking at all. Why do you think he shined a laser pointer at a police helicopter? Did you read the article they cited to? Do you know? I, I don't know anything. I have no more information I, about this. Like, I imagine, like, I don't know, drunk, bet with friends, like some stupid, like, yeah, well, how old was the judge I think he was very young. Yeah, I feel like that's just some stupid, like, I can do whatever I want, and then being like, no, you fucking can't. My grandpa was in Gone with the Wind. Really? You ever see Gone with the Wind? Yes, I have. That movie sucks. Gone with the Wind. There's a theater in my hometown. Now it's kind of nice. Well, nicer. Back then, it only showed old movies. My friend convinces me in the summer. I don't know how old we are. Right? Let's go see this movie. My mom says it's really good. Gone with the Wind. I don't want to go. She talks me into it. Whatever. We ride our little bikes there. We walk in. I am like, what is this shit? And then, then after like, I can't believe how bad this is. I hate this so much. I'm so mad at you. Then it pops up with intermission. Oh, yeah. And I left. Good for, yeah, great call. Doesn't get better. I did not rewatch it again until I think after college. I'm sorry. I read the book. Don't, I don't need to see any of it. That's it's it, it sucks. It's a bad. It was movie. better as an adult, but I was I was so mad at her. I have no use for any of that. Okay, uh, he was good at it. I'm <laughs> bummed about his great grandson. That fucking sucks. I mean, I don't care about his great grandson, but I feel bad for Clark Gable. Why do you feel bad for Clark Gable? He didn't get enough. It wasn't enough. I well, I don't know. I guess I don't know anything about Clark Gable. I bet. I bet. Generally... You think you think his life wasn't better than yours? I guess it was. I don't know. He was like he was gay and closeted, right? Is I don't I don't know that. You know what he was I famous mean, for? Not wearing an undershirt. What? That's a famous story that uh, he his shirt was torn open in I think that movie, but possibly a different one. And then sales of undershirts went down in the United States. Because people are like, oh, my God, if Clark Gable doesn't wear an undershirt, neither will I. Fascinating. Maybe, and maybe he wasn't gay. Maybe, I don't, maybe I've just got my old-timey celebrity. There maybe you're thinking podcast. of Rock Hudson. Maybe I am. I thought there was at least something. I don't know. It's like every time with one of these older celebrities, it's like interesting, but my brain cannot retain it. it just also, like, like, this has no relevance. Real talk, most of them were gay. Like, <laughs> like that's, you just like literally no one was allowed to be gay then, and... It, it, may, it may make sense. 
I don't know. Well, what happened to the Clark Gable the second? Did he manage to avoid an untimely death? Well, he got lost and let that basis from Chicago roll in and hook up with his wife. So what do we need to hear about him for? He looks a lot like his son. Oh, yeah? They're like, or maybe it's just a picture of his, maybe the picture of his son is coming up because of, anyway, I don't know. See, this is, I'm having, I'm having an interesting conversation with you and I'm like, I want to Wikipedia this man now. This is why <laughs> this is brain poison. It's, it, it, it's so very bad for us. And yes. What was the name of the segment in the end that I couldn't remember? Clark Gable yeah, the third. That was the name of the segment. Yeah, yeah I yeah. definitely didn't know. I, I, I enjoyed the fact that we moved beyond the premise because I felt like talking about uh, cheaters instead was beneficial to the shocking twist that Clerk Gable III was truly duplicitous in both loving drugs and shining laser pointers on police <laughs> helicopters. What a life. If you... It's 2032, and you just found out one of your daughters shined a laser pointer at a police helicopter. What do you do? 2032, so there are... Okay. I mean, I would like to think that's impossible. Lasers have been eradicated by the future police. Is this a protest? Are they drunk and being dumb? The context matters somewhat. Why would it be a protest? They'd just be drunk and dumb, huh? The police have never done anything worth protesting. Good point. Yeah, the thing is, I am choosing to exist in a reality where I am never going to have to deal with teenage children and their bad choices. And it's upsetting that you're trying to make me confront that now. Okay. Here, no, I'm going to let you off the hook. You don't have to confront it. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Jen is going to give us the five mo- most poor choices she made while a teenager. So, oh, uh, I'll have to think about it, but... Yeah, listeners, be ready for that. We'll be right back. Okay, Jen, it's time for our next segment. What sauce are you bringing to the table this week? Well, I was going to bring the hot sauce that I've been liking lately until my husband reminded me that he already brought that sauce. Oh. Not that one. I think he also brought it to the draft and you all tried it. It's tasty. Which Um, one is that? It is the... Why am I not remembering the name of it? Because I don't know offhand. I'm like, it's the green one. I don't know. It's got melon in it. Um, it's the Phoenix hot sauce, cantaloupe, melon, and scotch bonnet hot sauce, yeah. angry goat pepper, this one. Extremely good stuff. It's so good. It's sweet, but and, still And it's unfortunate you're not able to bring that to the I'm table. I'm not able to bring that. Time. I know. So, I have a backup sauce, caramel, cinnamon caramel sauce. I know somebody, somebody did fudge. Maybe it was Gina, hot fudge. But otherwise, we haven't had a lot of sweet sauces, and, and I don't believe. Boy, is that to our detriment. Yeah, we should be so lucky yeah. to have sweet sauces. There was a fusion restaurant in Chicago. Maybe it's still there. I don't fucking know. I don't remember what it's called. It was by Pat's First Apartment in Chicago. 
it was very good overall but then they also had soft serve ice cream and they had this vietnamese cinnamon caramel sauce and it was like i remember the first time i tasted it i was like this might be the best thing that i've ever had in my mouth (laughs) it is so good let's go top 10 things you've ever had in your mouth (laughs) i need the like sound for that right um (laughs) shouldn't have said it that way i hear how it sounds now it was really good um we would get it all the time and then when we moved and we weren't there anymore we just decided to make cinnamon caramel sauce and we didn't have the right vietnamese cinnamon so it, it didn't taste quite as good but it turns out caramel sauce very easy to make Ooh, nice. and very delicious if you make it yourself much i think i thought i didn't like caramel sauce because of like whatever it is that we were buying at the grocery store when i was a kid like the smuckers version of caramel sauce or whatever brand that would be hershey's or something like you know something in a no, I, I think you're i think smuckers is on point that's good yeah shelf stable in a squeeze container that tasted caramelish but and even that, that that jar with like the plaid lid on top i think is still not a real thing compared to what yeah. you're putting out by yourself yeah and i to be fair like i'd have to taste test them back like maybe my tastes have just changed and i like caramel more as an adult but i just think that stuff might just not be good um okay or might not be as good because homemade caramel sauce, very easy, cinnamon or not, you can go either way. And it's like just so, so, so good. And I am not living a life where I make this anymore, really, all the time or ever. Um, but for a while, it was like a very convenient thing to pull out for like having people over for dinner because you can make it ahead, just have ice cream, put on the sauce. I would sometimes give it to people as like a coming over gift. And it's like cheap and easy to make. And people were like, inordinately impressed with it like very you know, the amount impressed compared to the amount of effort was right in that nice sweet spot <laughs> i i want to jump in quickly and question the extent to which people were wrong to be so impressed like you're having people over for like dinner or whatever and you're like by the way i also made a dessert sauce but I didn't make the ice cream. Yeah. And I didn't oh, make I didn't make dessert. the. Oh, what a what a terrible shame! I didn't make ice cream I just from made scratch. A sauce. I think this is an outrageous and contribution was, to a lovely lovely evening. The sauce was melting sugar and adding a little cream to it. Do you find yourself running into melted sugar at other people's houses <laughs> all the time? I bet not. It is. I think I think I think you're doing God's this. work here, and you got to <laughs> pat yourself on the back for it. The person who talked about this is Pat, who spends a lot of his time, because I'll be like, "Oh, but it was very easy," and he's like, "I think you don't know what that word means anymore." Like regarding cooking, like he yeah. just feels like my my sense of it is skewed. My mom like cooked a lot, baked a lot, so it's possible that I just got a weird sense of it from her. But it is. I feel like there's some things that you can make from scratch, but it's really not worth it. Actually, a lot of things. Caramel sauce, absolutely worth making from scratch. Don't fucking burn it. And that's the only rule. And it's good. And it stays good for a while. And people fucking love it. And you can just eat it on vanilla ice cream or anything else. And it's really good. And caramel's tasty. I don't know. That's my sauce. It sounds amazing. I think think that's a fantastically good sauce choice. Caramel sauce, is that, is that the, uh, the the phrasing you would use for that? Is that what you would like yeah, to see I guess, on the episode? Well, here's the trouble. Caramel, cinnamon, cinnamon caramel sauce, caramel sauce, or homemade caramel sauce, because they're all kind of separate discussions. But caramel sauce is the largest category and encompasses all of them. 
but I don't mean the fucking shit at the store is the problem. How about we make it homemade caramel sauce? Yeah, I think that's the way. Okay, so that right And there. bonus points if you want to add cinnamon or a little Vietnamese cinnamon. I love it. One of my dear friends got us some Vietnamese. After this, all of this, he, got, he bought us some Vietnamese cinnamon. I apparently wasn't uh, able to use the internet appropriately in 2012 or whenever this was happening, but he tracked them down for me and gave it to us as a gift, and it was very sweet because it does taste really different, and I don't, I don't know. Cinnamon's a whole thing, but it's delicious. It is absolutely a thing where, like, if you see, you're looking at a menu, and it's like, oh, cinnamon. I love cinnamon. That's exciting. But if it says Vietnamese cinnamon, it's like, you know what? I don't, I think I'm just only going to order dessert. I don't, I, I don't think I need to order anything but this thing that says, and again, I, I couldn't, if, if somebody said, like, hey, Johnny, for your life, here's the cinnamon versus Vietnamese cinnamon taste test. Be like, well, fuck, it's, Here's the day I die. I, I don't. I don't fucking know anything. But goddamn, if if somebody tells me they got Vietnamese cinnamon, I'm like, well, I I, I want to have that. Yeah, because it's the best. And now, sometime after we record this podcast, sometime soon, I'm gonna have to make some because it's been a really long time. There's a lot of things that I literally haven't done since we had children, and that sounded normal and sane for a while. It's just that our oldest child is seven now, so. Means it's been a really long time. I feel like you throwing that out there as being seven is you like trying to give yourself trouble, but also like if you think about like seven years ago, twenty sixteen, that like that doesn't that doesn't feel impressive to me. Feels like a long time. I don't know. I mean, if you think about seven years, it does. But if you think about twenty sixteen, you're like, well, that's basically today. That's true. When you say it like that, that feels extremely true. Twenty six and for yeah. a lot of reasons. And especially you, you fucking have done some shit mind. and lived through some shit since then. I think you got to give yourself yeah. credit. I like that better. I'll yeah. go with your way. I think it's more of a like, oh, it's a thing I like. It's a thing I think of as like, not like part of my identity per se. That's like giving it way too much weight. But when it's something that I think of as like, oh, I really love this or I loved doing this. And oftentimes it is related to cooking. And then I realized, well, but I haven't done it in so long that, like, can we even say that's the thing I like doing? Because I don't do it. But anyway, that's, I am sure I will do all of these things again. Seven-year-olds are still pretty small. Yeah, I think we could hammer 15 minutes on that, that question, and I don't think we'd like the 15 minutes. <laughs> is that is that breaking the rule of going too dark? Is that I, yeah, just, in my head, that's what I'm thinking about. It's like, yeah. I, I think that's, I think I think we don't like it. I think we don't enjoy what we find when we consider that question of what does it take for us to say that we like a thing that feels bad yeah. in my head and you're probably right and i think this is growth for both of us that we are not taking the bait and going down that rabbit hole yeah Good podcast growth Just and now you're left with the transition moment I, I am so lucky as to have a transition moment. Jen, it's time for our nearly final segment. We're going to talk about the general concept of best friends. Jen, you ever have a best friend? Yes or no? Yes. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> Do you have anything you'd like? No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> End of segment. <laughs> you think you're fucking better than no? Um, so let's let's start with that. How, how let's go there. How many people 
could you possibly say were ever your best friend? I think, and maybe this is part of what you're getting at with the segment, that best friend is a very childhood thing. I, I agree with that, yes. Um, so with my sense of the definition of it, I think most expansively three. Oh, my God. I really should have just gone to the plugs. Three best friends! Not like at the same time. Give me, give me yours range, ranges for each of them. Yeah, so the first one was when I was little, and it was the girl down the street, and apparently we were inseparable, and then we went to fucking school, and we weren't. And so this, next... is, this starts pre-kindergarten. Yeah, this is like, my mom always referred, the reason it stuck in my head, I would not count her. Like, that's why I said most expansively. Okay. I think I think my sense of it, it would be, one feels like the truest answer. I recognize that there were two people that I, as a, that I can remember calling my best friend. And then my mom just always referred to her as my best friend. So that's the why I said most expansively. So there was a little girl that apparently I was best friends with, and my mom called us that. And then that was a few years. And then I went to elementary school, and I was best friends with a different girl. And then there's the third one who would have been my best friend through high school and college and some of it. And, like, you know, we're like, yeah, whatever. We had many ups and downs, but, like, that was... We we, we, we we called each other best friends until the point where you stopped saying that because you're an adult. I hope I haven't offended people who feel like they love saying best friend. Let's skip to the end. What would it... So is there a... Th uh, okay, there's so many ways we could go with this, but let's do the open-ended version first. What would it take for you to call someone your best friend in 2023? I thought about like, this. You, you, you could call Pat your best friend. You could call right? your daughter your best friend. You could I... call your sister your best friend. Uh, would you ever consider – you could call your mom no. your best friend. Would you, would you ever do any of these things? No, of course I wouldn't. That sounds crazy, right? It does. But yeah. I, there are people that do that and like – Plenty of people. I, yeah. Smarter than me. I, I'm an I, idiot. I was, I, again, at risk of offending people – there are a lot of things that make me cringe the way people talk about relationships, but like on the list of 700 things, approximately one of them is certainly when people are like, my partner is my best, like my husband, or they use their name. Like, wow. I feel like Cause that's how I feel about Gina. And in some way she is obviously your best friend, but, but you don't say that out loud cause you respect yourself. That is that. And that is honestly the truth. Like if you took all of the interesting stuff about this phrase away and you just made yeah. it an object. Like clearly I hang out with Gina so much more than anyone right. else, but also it doesn't make any sense to say no. that like, Oh yeah. Like my girlfriend or my wife or my fiance or my partner is like, like, I guess they fucking better be, bro. Like, you, you better yeah, fucking... That's exactly like, it. Like, like you don't get say, credit for any of that. When people say, I married my best friend, unless they mean they married their high school friend that they were friends with yeah. for a very yeah. long time that was their high school best friend. And, like, and probably wasn't even married. dating during high school. Yes. And that's, if you were, then that you're already failing this yeah. test. Unless that's what they mean, which it is never what they mean. Ne then never. Shut the fuck up because who is getting married if they are not at the level 
where he would, like, like you said, like, I married a person I think away. is pretty cool. Like you better fucking think they're cool. You better, better like be the them. Person that you're spending most of your time with, like <laughs> nobody else is coming. Talk. Yes, it's just a very. It's it's. A, I I think I have this like very un. Oh, I'm not going to get into this, but whatever. No, I, no, stop. Go go into whatever you're going to say. Say it. Say it. Say it. Do it. I I have like this. I don't. I, I, I maybe a lot of people. I'm, I'm worried about many things at once. I'm worried about making it sound like this is unique to me, and it's not. Or I'm, and I'm also worried about sounding like an asshole. But whatever. Here it is. I have a thing about people being like too precious about their experiences that are incredibly universal, like relationships, having children, when weddings. Jesus fucking Christ. When people are like too cute and precious about like I'm the only person who's ever loved or ever had a child or ever gone through this experience. It just like makes me want to crawl my, claw my skin off. And I feel like saying I married my best friend is like the epitome of that. Like you think you're saying something about how great your relationship is, but like if you weren't marrying your best friend, wouldn't that, in, not that anyone should be saying that, wouldn't that be a real problem? Like, wh- but we're just supposed to like, everyone has to be like, oh, that's so sweet. And I'm like, shut up. I'm marrying it feels performative. my sixth best friend. <laughs> exactly. That's what you should be saying. Yes. It's just, I think it's, I think it always just feels really performative and it's weird and gross. I agree um, completely. And it's I, all I, I think that's a bunch of bullshit. Know. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't add anything to the conversation. We, yeah. we are learning nothing about your partner and whether it is because you have lots of friends who you're super close with or because you have none. We, we, we are not adding information. We, we describe the person you're marrying that way. Yeah. And it sucks. I'm a little more um, sympathetic to people who might want to say, like, their mom. Because at least then, like, you're trying to express to me how. You shouldn't marry your mom. It's well, fucked up. Right. <laughs> Like if somebody's like, my mom is my best friend. Like I guess that's telling us something. You're saying you're stupid. Oh, it's, it's telling mom. us something. You're right about that. I just, why are we labeling best friends? This is very weird behavior for an adult to engage in. Along with throwing back to one of your last podcasts, the birthday celebrations. I feel like it's the same people. I don't know. No, yeah, you're right. Strange. And that is part of what is difficult about this is that there is an extent to which I am very nice. And some people might think sometimes that I'm not, but they are wrong. But as part of my being extremely nice and good, you have to recognize that some people deserve to and are correctly frequently dunked on. (laughs) And those people ought to be dunked on. If yeah. you got if this if these are all your takes, then we don't need to hear from you ever. And honestly, we should make fun of you. And great news, we 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 do make fun of We're you pretty that. frequently. Um, yeah, like like the people in describing their relationships in this way as though they are still small children, it do, it doesn't make any sense. That's not, who's who's that good for? It's not good for anybody. No, um, I actually. I feel like it's also, side note, very easy to just modify the language if you're trying to express something and you could easily say, like, my closest friend. And that instantly sounds less insane. <laughs> like, that's, I don't, if somebody was like, oh, so-and-so, she's my closest friend. I don't think I would even react to that. I would be like, you're just trying to let me know that, like, 
yes, this this particular person is whatever, the friend you have the most contact with or whatever it is in the context of the conversation. I don't think I'd even notice. I, I mean, if they got weird about it and were being like ranking E or like, I don't know. But I think that's, anyway. I would My, notice. I'd be, would I'd, you? Yeah. You think? Why are you listing all your friends in order? Yeah. I, I feel like, think this i mean, like who listens to this other than the people in this podcast in your group of friends i one of my friends that i'm very close to uh moved back home and I, w- I went to see her mom and to drop off something and she as i was leaving said like that she was so happy that her daughter was like moving back here for all of course she is and one of the things she said was like and to be returning to a friend and a best friend at that and i re- i would remember afterwards being like she's so i her mom is the app absolute best human that has ever lived so mm. i this is no disrespect to her mom but i just like the weirdness of that phrase in my brain was so pronounced and i thought about it a lot of times and she and i are are very close like it's not a it's not a if you were gonna do that it's not a weird thing to say it's just or weird does that make sense like I, <laughs> wait a minute are, are you the best friend of the story yeah, yeah, she was talking oh, about Oh, I me. didn't I didn't understand that. Sorry. I missed that. She was she was trying to say like You were how trying not to flex so hard that you left out important information. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I just I thought it was, I it, it was meant to be obvious, but I did a bad I job. I missed no no it, it's reasonable, but I did not I thought she was telling you that how great it is that <laughs> and by the she, way, her best friend, her, some schmo you don't friends. know. Yeah. 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 I mean See, relatedly, maid of honor is weird, always, but past a certain age, extra weird feeling to me. Um, and best man, same thing. I mean, like people, it's got a, like a traditional role for like people's siblings and stuff, and so that sometimes takes care of it. Or I don't, maybe we're just used to it because it's weddings and they're weird in their own way. Weddings are extremely weird in their own way. That's correct. Let's jump back a long ways. Uh, right. It sounds like you had a best friend when you were a kid. I did. Uh, let's talk about your first best friend. The first, the one I don't remember, or the yeah. like, kind of real answer. Well, one? when when you say you don't remember, what ages are we talking about? Like three to six. Okay, let's skip that. Maybe even what, younger. Let's let's talk about your 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 real best friend who came after that. Yeah. Um. So, what ages are we talking about here? Well, it's a little tricky because the the re- the realest best friend answer I met we met when we were four, and we were friends the whole time. But there was a period of time in the middle. First, we were we wouldn't have said hmm. best friends because no, and and you're confident this person would answer these questions the same way. Exactly, she, she would say the same. I mean, like I don't even know if it's weird to use names or if I should like change. I, I, I she, was I was eventually going to suggest. Her. I'd love. I I think if, if if you're comfortable with the first name, that'd be great. Yeah. So if you called her, her name is Kristen. If you called Kristen and said, "Who was Jen's best friend in elementary school?" In second grade, she would say Natalie. I don't know the exact time frame is hard to nail down, but like second, third, I, she was my best friend. Lisa was Kristen's best friend. And at some point, Kristen and I became best friends and stopped being best friends with these other people. Because of your we haterism? Just got, we just, I'm sorry? Because of your haterism? Very possibly. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. 
I think it was just we met. We 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 both knew these other people already. We met and became friends. We were closer with these other girls, and then we just kept hanging out and kept hanging out and kept hanging out. And at some point, we were best friends, and we stayed that for a long time. When, so, tell me the age at which you were the. It was the most clear you had a single best friend. Like fourth grade. Do you remember other people having best friends at that age? Some, but not all. I don't think it was like a given that people had a best friend. We were like inseparable at school. Can uh, you don't have to like list the names, but like I, I can think about this time period in my life, and I can go through like who the best friend. Like it's it's almost like late, like in high school. Like here are the couples. Yeah, and in like fourth grade, it's like. This girl and this girl and this guy and this guy. Can you, can you, can you, without... I can't remember them, but I like, I can like picture certain faces. Like I, I know that it was a thing. Like I do remember right. it was a distinct thing. Cause that you're right. It was like the equivalent. And then there were, for some people, like for Kristen and I, we were so established. We were like, we were always together. You, you think you were like prime, like, like yes. asterisk connects to it for like, a special our, consideration. Our seventh grade teacher thought we were related. Like, Jen, like she thought we were cousins or something. Like, she just, like, she knew we were siblings, but she thought we were in the same family. And she was not the only person to make that mistake in the course of our friendship. Um, but I do remember at that age, there's a little bit of, like, like, so who is your best friend? Is it this person? Or oh, this that, person? that was a Like, huge that wasn't thing. applying to us, but yeah. I do remember that happening. So, is, did you feel this was, like, equally applicable to boys is the other yes. I, I, um, I think probably the extent to which it continued into high school is lesser so, but during that time frame, especially before like boys and girls really coupling off, I explicitly remember like most of the kids in my class, like there's a, 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 a couple for most of them. Yeah. And it's funny because like kids are, I remember it being like, like when Kristen and I were best friends and no longer best friends with the other people, it was like unknown, announced thing practically. Like people asked this question. Wow. And it was like, I mean, I don't remember like the specific details of like the date or whatever, but you know, like it was a thing, which actually having a first grader, not surprising. They kind of disturbingly to me ask each other who they have crushes on like daily. Like my, my little one is, she is always hanging out with our neighbor who is a boy. And so everyone constantly is like, Dominic, do you have a crush on Lily? Lily, do you have a crush on Dominic? And they're always asking each other, who do you have a crush on? Who do you have a crush on? I feel like when we were younger, maybe I'm misremembering. I don't think the crush conversation started until uh, fifth grade, but the best friend conversation was the thing happening in place of it. But the way that they ask the crush question, you can just, I can just picture that being replaced one for one with best friend practically. In some, well, maybe not one for one, but. That is very much in line with my memory. Yeah. In that, uh, even, like, like, there would be certain people who had crushes on each other and that was acknowledged, but that was, like, a special thing. Yeah. But the real thing was best friends, and then all of a sudden it completely transformed and that, like, we would acknowledge that, like, people had best friends. But now what was up was who likes who and who yeah. like likes who. And on and on. 
Um, and I think you're right for that age period. Like everyone was supposed to have a best friend. Whereas later some people did and some people didn't maybe, and maybe you talked about it that way, but it wasn't like you had to have one and who was taking up that slot. Right. Hmm. Did you have a best friend? No. I, I would ask, I would say, I don't think I've ever had a best friend. I mean, honestly, that's less embarrassing. So, less embarrassing than what? Being an adult who talks about their best friend, like I oh, even talking about that. it in the past, yeah, is I agree a with bummer. That. Um, I now, but part of me does think that from the so I I can think through my class and in like second grade, all the as we described couples of best friends that were, you know, not, you know, being interested in people of the, whatever person you like, but instead just like, that's the person you're best friends with. And like that was, ex it was extremely coupled off. And I remember yeah. even then thinking like, I am not part of that. And, but I do wonder, we didn't talk about this and there were kids I was friends with. And I wonder if, other kids would be like, oh, yeah, Johnny is friends with this guy. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, it there were, at, at the very least, there were, e there were easy pairings to recognize, and I wasn't any of those. What's interesting to me about this is the way you're talking about it makes me think you were very aware of it at the time. I was extremely aware of it at the time, and I disliked it. Yeah. And I remember thinking that I would be happier if I was in one of those things. And so I, I, I clearly wasn't in the most obvious part. And then by the time I was in high school, I, looking back now, I had someone who I was perhaps considered best friends with. But also it was it was different, and you, neither of us, we didn't want to be best friends with each other. We wanted a girl to like either of us, yeah. and we didn't really find that. And so it didn't go anywhere, and it was useless. But again, at the same time, I, I think there would probably be people who are like, oh, what is like this guy? What a fucking asshole talking about. Oh, nobody like actually, you know, you had a very close friend. Yeah. But in my head, I was like, well, no, this isn't a real thing. But it sounds like to you, at least in the earlier period, you you were in this thing and you knew you were in it. Yeah. And I do think that we probably like I think that was comforting to both of us. Probably. I think Must also, be like, nice. Yeah, I yeah, it's interesting. I it was so f f firm, <laughs> so solid that like I don't know, it's hard to even picture it not being a thing. But what <laughs> you talking about it, let me tell you, it can be fraught <laughs> later <laughs> because I can't like part of me is like what if she fucking finds this podcast? Um I don't know if I can fully recommend having a childhood best friend <laughs> you carry into adulthood. It's a lot. Um, but what I'm struck by is even like when I was like, do boys, do boys do this? I remember I, I suddenly got this very distinct memory of some of my, I started hanging out in high school. I ended up with a group of friends and it was great. And part of why I loved high school so much. And it was like, primarily it had been a group of boys that were friends first. And these two other girls had kind of become friends with them. And then I became friends with those girls. And so I, it became a mixed gender group, but it was like, I think at its heart, kind of a boy group. And I very much remember more than one of them saying something at some point like well like 
Charlie's like my best friend, but like really my best friend is probably Calvin. Like like <laughs> still in high school, early high school. Much more dramatic than we could ever yeah, ask like, for. Yeah, like I don't think I don't think you know group. like I don't think they were like talking about this all the time, but I think it was just like in the context of some conversation being like, well, like, of course Charlie's my best friend because he's been my best friend forever, but like actually like my real best friend is probably Calvin because like we're more similar or whatever. Like I it's just very funny to me. Like, of course they were doing it too. I just didn't know them when they were younger. I wasn't close friends with any boys. So until like junior high, early high school. When I was, I believe a senior in high school, uh, boy, we're, we're, I'm assuming it would be very weird if anybody was coming and finding the podcast. If so, hello to Doug and Katie. <laughs> who I'm about to talk about, uh, but, I was, if I had a best friend, it was a, uh, a young man named Doug, and he was a year younger than me, and then we also were friends with a girl named Katie, a year younger than him, so two years younger than me, and the three of us never had any romantic entanglements of any kind, um, but we were all friends. And it was like mostly Doug and I friends, and we played baseball together, and on, it was it was overwhelmingly baseball enjoyment, both playing and watching and all of that. And then, uh, but K- Katie was friends with us too. And I remember one time Doug wasn't around, and I was like, Katie, it seems like Doug and I are kind of falling off. And like, I it's like I try to talk to him, and he just won't give me an inch on anything. And he just doesn't enjoy hearing the stuff I have to say anymore. And he's just pushing back on every fucking thing I say. And Katie was like, Doug has told me exactly the same thing about <gasps> you. And he's like, you boys can't communicate. If you were Literally, lady, while you were talking, I was thinking to myself, this is what we do to men. We yeah, can, they yeah, do not yeah, learn yeah. to communicate. And they're already distraught about it as babies. And so, so I'm 17. And she's like, you guys just can't talk to each other. You clearly should be friends, but you can't actually get there. This is stupid. And, boy, Katie's not listening, but goddamn, if Katie's listening, I'm sorry. It took a long time. I think Katie was very into both me and Doug, and it was just a really terrible position for her. Oh, yeah. And goddamn, and, like, it, it, it was... Very much a thing I could recognize later, but couldn't recognize in the moment. And I cannot imagine what this must have been like to be like, you guys aren't even fucking gay. But you clearly just want to talk to each other, but you can't manage to do it. And instead, you both yell at me. And God fucking damn it, could somebody slang some fucking D over here? And ain't nobody did it. Ever. I think that's so funny. Because, like, truly... Like, that is that is the thing I learned as being a girl in a boy group is that they don't talk to each other yes. or anybody else except for girls that are their own age. But what? But we're just like had things they wanted to talk about involving their male friend. But it's like, yeah, or, I'm, or I'm not going to tell Doug. They're like, Katie, get over here. Isn't this fun? Can't you tell Doug is so fucking dumb? It's like, well, no, you're so fucking dumb. You guys are equally so fucking dumb. Sure. Not even about necessarily their friend. I mean, that too, for sure. But like things that like, 
some of these boys, I remember, like, you know, I was at various times closer friends with certain most of it, but there were some that I never was very close with in an individual relationship way. Like, we hung out in the group together. I saw them all the time. We literally never spoke on the phone. Like, we did not talk to each other. And somehow we'd end up in some conversation, and they're spilling their guts, and I'm like, you're so close with these other boys. You see them every day. You sleep over at each other's houses every night and eat all your meals together in the summer. You are inseparable. And you don't talk about fucking anything because... And at the time, I didn't know that it's because they're boys. I remember just thinking it was so weird. <laughs> like, why don't you talk to one of your close friends about this turmoil you're having? It's like, oh, because I'm I'm a woman, so I'm safe or a girl at the time, I suppose. Yeah. But, like, yeah, they couldn't. They were together all the time, and they talked about fucking nothing. If it was about girls, they would talk about it. But about their, like... And they all had a lot of fucking feelings, and I heard about them, and the other girls had heard about them, but I don't think they talked to each other about them, ever. There's stuff that came out later that I remember being like, oh, didn't so-and-so ever tell you? And to the other men, and they'd be like, no, never. We never talked about that. And I was like, what are we doing here? I will credit myself in that what eventually happened in this space was How that, old were you? Did you say you said high school? Uh, late high school, yes. Late high school, okay. And this is, pr I think what I'm going to say, describe is the summer after high school. Yeah, I think that's correct. Uh, but eventually, I like talked to this girl I liked, and then I uh, was also talking to. Her friend, because you, you got to play both sides yeah, with all the oh, info. Yeah, for sure. And I was getting nowhere with the girl, and then she was, and then the the friend was like, "Oh, you know what your problem is? She likes Doug, not you." Mm. And then I was in a I, I I I was, despite being male and stupid, was like. I'm going to go confront Doug with all of this. Like, no, not like confront is over. Not like mad strong. at him. I see. But, but, but like, hey, here's what's fucking up. You know how you, we, I have been talking to you about how yeah. this shit is going nowhere. You know why? I it's see. because she likes you and yeah. fucking hates my guts. What did he do? He fucking thought it was really cool, but he didn't like her, and so nothing went anywhere oh. for anybody. It was, it, it accomplished that's nothing. That's the whole and, story of you and Doug. Things not going anywhere for anybody. No, the whole story for me and Doug is everybody liked Doug and didn't like me. That's what's up. Except for Katie, who liked both of you. Yeah, that that freaking worked out for no one either. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, it was the only one time they didn't work out for anybody, and that was oh, the I one see. that I was involved in. Uh, Doug, d d Doug had no issues. Bullshit. This is why I I, I think you're better off. I think young men. 17-year-old men listening to this podcast, <laughs> listen up close right now. No reason to talk to anybody. Don't I'll talk to a girl. Don't talk to a see. boy. It doesn't matter. What's going to happen? If that girl likes you, you probably won't figure out anyway. So who cares? Mm -hmm. And if she does, well, she doesn't. She likes Doug. More talking. A lot less talking. Bad Johnny. It probably is more talking. I don't. I mean, I'm. Some of the people on this podcast have boys, right? Children that are male. Many, yes. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds daunting. Good luck to you all. Bad times. I I, I have friends that I tend to have boys and talk about it. And like, how do you try to help this part of it? <laughs> when society is so strongly like, oh, just repress every emotion you have. 
Don't share anything with anybody. It's fine. I am excited to ask Pat if he had a best friend because I don't know. I think I have a guess. I know he did in high, in high school. I, I guess I do know some of them, I suppose, to the extent that he had them. But maybe there are others I don't know about. Do adult men, do you, I think adult women still sometimes say best friend. I've I heard agree it. with that, yes. Do you think, do adult men ever say that? I can't remember ever hearing it. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a good thing to do. I also think adult men have less friends, but that's a side thing. Less one-on-one -on -one friendships. I think that's true as well. But I still think regardless, even if they have the same number, I still don't, I, I don't know if you'd be as likely to hear the, the best friend thing happen. I just feel like if you're going to call someone your best friend, you should be prepared to wear a necklace that says best friend on it. And if you are not, then you shouldn't be saying it. I like that a lot. Do you think there are any other relationships you'd consider wearing a necklace for? Well, people do it with their kids. I don't, I don't, whatever you fucking want. I mean, you know, people wear like their kids initials and stuff. I, some people are really against it. Like I've read, people are funny. I've read pieces where they're like, I am not a slave to my role as a mother and I will not wear their names around my neck instead of my own. And I'm like, everyone needs to calm down. Um, that's too much of a take. And I love a take. Boy, I like takes and that's insane. Yeah. If like my kid gave me a necklace with their initial on it, I wear it because, you know, they no, gave well, it to me. Well, it sounds like you're a slave to being a mother. Apparently. Yeah. I can't think. I mean, people must do it in some context. I mean, like people wear engagement rings and like people must do it in some context with relationships, I suppose. Or is that, am I missing your point? Like I might've missed the point of the question. No, no. I, I am pondering what it would take. See, that's where I kind of come down. I think that my preference would be to get, ooh, ready for the realness? I'm going to hit it with oh, the realness. Ready, ready to get a late-in-life best friend. But I don't, I don't know how I would define that. But you know what? It sounds good. You, you mentioned this a moment ago. Hmm. I would like to get a late-in-life, which I'm defining as – at present or later, best friend who I establish with a ring. With a ring, it isn't Gina. <laughs> and like, and like, like Gina and I remain on our present course. Yeah. But I would, I would like to have a friend who I'm so close with. We get rings together. I'm, I, I'm here for that. I. This is, this is reading a little. I love you, man. So that's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing a John Rhodes. I love you, man story arc for what you. What a bad thing to picture. I guarantee <laughs> you I have a firmer tan. <laughs> um, I think we can agree that nothing is dumber than calling your partner your best friend. So I thought you were going to say nothing is more impossible than your dream, Johnny. No. I actually, while you were talking about it, I was thinking that, like, again, the label, although if you used it ironically, I suppose not so bad, the label of it all seems unlikely, but I do actually think that probably past a certain age people are more likely in some ways to have a, a best friend sure. uh, because you don't 
we're not in school. We're not seeing, we don't have tons of, like your social life gets smaller. And so it, it, it's, and then time is, we have a lot of it. It stands to reason that if you become, and you're kind of who you are, who you are at some point, right? Like, I think that's the problem with the younger friendships is like we grow and sometimes not so much the same way. Um, but like at this point, if you met somebody and you guys clicked really well, like how different are you going to be in a decade? Like it, it's very, especially if you're in the same place or you meet at a job, like it's very conceivable that you could be very similar and in the way that you're compatible is going to stay similar. And so like, I could totally see how like a 50 year old dude has a pretty clear best friend type guy. Isn't that a subplot in I Love You Man? <laughs> Maybe. Like, just, like, doesn't doesn't J.K. Simmons me. be like, oh yeah, this is my friend from work. He's my best no, friend. He calls their he calls his brother his his, his son. So J.K. Okay. Simmons says his son is his best friend. It's the guy from Lonely Island, and SNL. Yeah. yeah, he's like, no, your brother's my best friend. Yeah, I've seen this movie maybe an embarrassing amount of times, which is more than one. Um, because Paul Rudd. Uh. uh 30 seconds expound on I love you man oh it's funny and harmless pleasant and Paul Rudd is charming and so is Jason whatever his name is uh, rank it on the list of every movie you've ever seen cannot I can tell you I don't have like I don't like comedies ever Mostly ever, and I and I enjoyed it, and so I remember it, you not liking comedies. I got it's really better for me. I, 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 I strongly time. suspect that doesn't mean it's good. It just, I it was meant to be funny, and I I also like I think Pat and I saw it, and we like rented different red box in law school, and I was like pleasantly surprised and had a good time. Um, I don't know how it would hold up now if I watched it. I don't want this to be a guide to future guests, but I think this is the first time I've ever demanded something of a guest oh, no. and they said can't and, di and like didn't stop but just continued going on with their answer i was like uh so tell me rank this on the list like can't and then but like before i could say anything more facts about the movie it's like yeah you're right that works i can't I force you to do it now because you <laughs> you said 17 things since you said i'm not gonna do the fucking stupid thing you told me to do dumbass Unfortunately, it is Good job by you. Yeah, you win. What is there to be said? No, that said, nobody else is allowed to come on the show and do that. Okay. Yeah, you I'm win that one. That. As long as I can do Pat it. Pat does that, I'm going to slap him through the internet. He would He would immediately be like, let me consult my list of the movies that I've ever He would like, just have a like, ranked oh, list. 32. Yeah. Next. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, serial killer behavior. Do you, do you have a number? You can give me the number. <laughs> this is bothering you, no. Is it bothering me or is it bothering you? I, I think, you, I think I we're both put off by this line of question. I assume you don't like this movie. You should say that now. Uh, I, I, I saw the movie when it came out, <laughs> and I liked it very much. But I think this I think this has come up in the group chat where I regard this as plainly a movie that has aged terribly. And everybody's been like, no, that's actually pretty good. And I struggle to believe it, but I am only getting. Has, did anyone Had anyone seen it? I, th I think everybody saw it. Like this is oh. this is like the most aligned with the boring t taste of this group I could ever imagine, and everybody I I think thought it was fine, and I I'm the outlier. Because this is exactly the type of movie that like 
again, having not seen it. This is this is Thomas Lennon walking by fountains being shot down, right? It's it's, exactly. it's great. This is like whatever types of jokes that we may not even have registered at the time, some of them, whatever's in there, it can't possibly have aged well. I'm not saying every moment of it aged poorly. I'm sure a lot of the things that were enjoyable the first time are still enjoyable now. I'm just it sounds sure like you're walking it back a little bit. No, what do you mean? Who, who? So, did your best friend tell you this was good? Would it shock you to hear my my high school best friend has even less interest in comedy than I do? So there's a person with less interest in comedy than yeah. you. Yeah, weird. Yeah, I think so. Why don't you? Uh, I guess she watched some stuff like community and stuff. Cause she, anyway, whatever. But one time I told Pat that I thought West wing was a comedy and he brings it up like once a month and she agrees with me. So that's where we're at. I think that's come up on the podcast before. And it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a pretty bad take. It's cause it's in my, it's in my head. Cause he literally brings it up once a month. Like it's con- <laughs> it, like anytime he wants to win an argument, Anywhere near. But you think West Wing. He's like, do you remember how you classified West Wing as a comedy? Like, they say say funny stuff in it. They're trying to make you laugh. It is partially comedic. Boy, I I don't concede they say funny stuff in it. (laughs) Well, that's why I I backtracked to they're trying to make you laugh. Now, that one, I I plainly cannot quibble with they're trying to make you laugh. You know what probably aged really poorly? West Wing. Yeah. Oh boy, we we we, we was talking about them uh, Obama folk reading the wrong books and thinking they know what's up. Yeah, I think somebody something. else read some even worse books and also did not know what was up. The image of him getting at, it was the award show during the pandemic, and he was like in a room, and it was just him and only women, and yeah. for some reason that was like the final straw. Like it, he didn't. Ha- it was just like. Final straw's wrong because I was already done. But, like, for some reason it was just like, what the fuck? Like, sir. (laughs) What are we even doing here? I don't know. Anyway. I love you, man. Now I'm going to watch it and see. I feel like it's like uh, like Wedding Crashes is another one. Same Similar time period where, like, I just assume if I watch that now, it wouldn't hold up. Have you rushed that recently? Does it hold up? I think that I Love You Man probably does not hold up. I think that Wedding Crashers is probably an utter nightmare. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like, of the two, <laughs> boy, oh boy. Because I can, I can remember some things in Wedding Crashers that I already know don't hold up. I can't. Mm. There's nothing specific about I Love You Man that I remember. I think I would prefer not to watch I Love You Man, and I think that I would... It would only lessen my opinion of humanity if I rewatch Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wedding Crashers is like a much bigger movie, too, right? Like, yeah. I Love You, Man. Uh, yeah. I Love You, Man, which is like a, a fun little offshoot thing. Oh, my God. Related to Paul Rudd, Pat and I had the brilliant idea, shouldn't admit this on a podcast, to watch This is 40. I think because he turned 40 and we'd never seen it. And I knew it was bad. I knew it was supposed to be bad. I don't know why we did this. Did you like it when... He made his wife's wife grab Megan Fox's boobs for no reason. He was just like, Holy I just wanted to watch this. Fucking F minus. Shit. That movie. And I guess it was it was in my head made not that long ago. Because like you said, 2016 was yesterday. So it was like longer ago than I thought, which Isn't is, that, I guess, that's good. earlier than 2016. 
It was earlier than 2016, but yeah. I'm saying if 2016 Oh, was okay. I, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. I misunderstood you. I think I would have off the top of my head been like, oh, that movie's five years old, when like very obviously it's not. It is 20, or it's 11 years old, yeah. it turns out. But that is not enough years. No. For what was in that movie. And also, very little of it was funny. That movie sucked. Now, granted, that movie sucked in the moment. Yeah, but like, holy shit. And Judd Apatow's like, I thought supposed to be a big deal. I don't know. He says he's doing This is 50 soon. Oh, great. Because he he can do whatever he wants because he's so great. It was also one of those things where it was like, they like talked out loud about how he mined his own marriage for content and then made this movie. And I was like. And then hired a man to play himself and have sex with his wife. Are you not? We know about you, don't we? (laughs) Was this not humiliating for you? Sir. Well, for some people, it's humiliating and it does other things. He has children. He yeah. brought them into it. They were the best part. And now one of them's on, like, fucking Euphoria. Really? Yeah. It's oh, bad. I remember that. I went down, like, a little Nepo baby rabbit hole because it was fun. And I remember people apparently were like, oh, my God. So-and-so from Euphoria is a Nepo <laughs> yeah, baby? Someone with the last name Apatow is a Nepo baby. Who can believe like, it? Oh, this is, like, when we were younger and somebody, like, didn't know who... I don't know, a beetle was, and our parents were like, ah! Actually, we are at this kid's recital tonight, and they played us, they played You've Got a Friend in Me for one of the songs, and Pat leans over and whispered, like, this is like if when we were kids, somebody used a song in a ballet recital from the 60s. And I was like, okay, I'll just sit with that. Don't love it. So that's what Pat provides? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, ex- existential dread. Sounds bad. Uh, Jen, we have time for just one final segment. It's plugs. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? I wanted to have a good plug. This is my favorite segment. I, But the only thing I can think of is Stardew Valley. You're Stardew welcome. Valley. Now, I've heard of this. Uh, this is a This is a video game. Which, now, I'm going to throw this out there now. It looks like we're getting two video games and plugs, so apologies to the listener. Oh, I love it so much. But you love Stardew Valley. Pat has mentioned this. I also love Stardew Valley. It's the extreme fucking best. Talk to us about what you love about Stardew Valley. Well, this is why it's silly, because apparently this game out came, this game came out a long time ago. And that that just means it's very that. inexpensive if anybody has... Yeah. Like, if you have a device that can play a video game, you can buy this game for cheap, and boy, do you have a lot of fun hours ahead of you. My main plug for it is that you can play split screen. <laughs> Pat tried to get me to play this game many, 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 many years ago. He showed it to me. It seemed nice and fun. We had we were having to play it on his laptop, and we just kind of didn't. And I like I, I prefer computer games. I think. Did you play it on computer, or, or did you play it on a, a console? Gina and I played a bunch of this before the split screen aspect existed and it was uh, us handing the controller back and forth yeah. on PS4. Okay. Yeah. So when Pat told me you could play split screen, we tried it again and I've just enjoyed it so much. Um, I suspect everyone knows what this game is. Like I, th- I, I, I think you're wrong. I think you should tell us about what you guys uh, yeah, do Yeah, maybe on not everyone screen. is married yeah. to Patrick. Like, do, do not all of you have spouses that listen to hours and hours of video game podcasts a week. Um, yeah, so 
you've you got a little farm and you, <laughs> how do you explain this without sounding completely insane? You got a little farm. Is it's like, like you could stop. Like I think you should yeah. go on, but like you got a little farm. Like does that appeal to you? Maybe I you want to like play this game. Like, it's like somewhere between Animal Crossing and Minecraft, and I don't really want to play Animal Crossing or Minecraft. But in the middle is working out. But like, there's a lot of farm in the middle. There's, there's a lot, lot of, of fishing in the middle. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you like to do in the game? I I go to the mines. So you go to the mines. What is so? And so Pat has Pat to run fishes. the farm. Pat, Pat fishes. Fishing. We share the farm. I, I do the. I do the. What we've sort of settled into. You know, that's the thing. At first, you kind of like you have to decide on, like we. Anyway, what we settled into. We're in year. We just started year two, uh, in game time, not real time. Um, and I manage the crops, and he manages the animals because he makes likes to make sure they're pet every day. And I don't think I would. They bother. they appreciate that. They need that. And I'm, he fishes, and I go to the mine, and I do the foraging. He really likes fishing a lot. This sounds incredibly not cool. I mean, I guess it isn't cool, but I feel like I have hit, like, a little bit of a roadblock with, like, just watching television. <laughs> and then, like, the other things I like to do, like reading, aren't really, like, a joint activity. And we like board games, but we're also tired a lot, and so sure. we don't always feel like it. And this is, like, nice, and we can do it together, and it's it's relaxing. I haven't played the split screen way you're playing, but it seems like an especially good, like whatever you need from the game in terms of playing together or playing on your own at yeah. the same time. Yes. And like, like if it's a night where you, you want to have a conversation the entire time, you can do that. But also if it's like we're both doing it and it's not that big a deal, we're both just in the same room together and that's good too. And we've done it. We've done both. We've done it where we like listen to a podcast, but are playing the game. And then we've done plenty of times where we're just chit chatting periodically. And yeah, like it's the the collaborative. Like you're both working towards the same goal. Part is nice. Um, yeah, I don't like play that many video games as an adult or computer games. Almost none. Um, every once in a while, like I think Pat <laughs> would love it if I played more with him. And so his goal is always to think of games that I'm interested to play with him. And this has been. Like I feel like a probably top three success for him. So and yeah, I'll hear the three. Oh, okay, um, Pikmin would be oh, number one. Pat has mentioned so many times that you love Pikmin, which is <laughs> so fun so because goddamn, do I not understand what Pikmin is at all? Like I have a <laughs> Switch. I love all the Nintendo games. That oh. is a franchise. I like. I think it's gardening something, but I don't know anything. <laughs> it's like. The actual game itself isn't even that important. I mean, we had fun doing it. You're like, you're an, it's like a little, it's like almost for kids. Like, it's like a little alien crash lands on a planet and it has to get out is the story, which I don't care about. But you have to like use these little friends to pull fruit in. And something about like solving the puzzle of getting the fruit to the ship before your time runs out is the exact thing I want to do. And so there is like time trials after you finish the game and then more importantly than that there is a competitive bingo mode and my sister and I are apparently wired the same way in the head and we have played hundreds of hours of, of this weird side mode that no one <laughs> even cares about bingo Pat won't play it with me anymore what is bingo mode <laughs> like you're trying to get why don't you just play the like, real game fruit. instead of like I like bingo because mode. the game is like a story adventure mode we both played the game like one time like you don't play the game you play bingo <laughs> mode 
We, I used to, oh my God, people are listening to this is an embarrassing fact that I've just thought of. Um, we used to, when Lily was a baby, she would sometimes like to take naps in my, uh, like a, like a sling thing. And so I would like, and I'd bounce on a ball to help her sleep. And so we would like, she would come over and I would be bouncing on a ball with this baby in a sling playing Pikmin bingo for like three hours. Is it really bingo? Does this call numbers and you say that you got them? <laughs> is, is bingo the wrong thing? No. Yeah. So you're playing in a level and you're trying to collect fruit and you want to make a bingo to win. So you're just, it's just a way of, instead of like getting to 10, you have to get specific fruits and they have to either like be diagonal or like, you know. So there's no numbers being called out. It's the fruit that you're collecting. And Pat showed me that game, so that's certainly his far away number one hit. Although I don't know, that one is like one of those where like it sort of became its own monster. I don't even know if he would credit it as. A I bet he didn't anymore. think you were going to play bingo mode exclusively <laughs> no. when he recommended I, it. I think he might be upset about it. I, you should ask him. <laughs> well, I, 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 if you're playing a video game, I bet he likes it. I bet. I bet okay, we don't play it anymore. This was like a, sh- a couple of years. But this is like, your favorite video game of all time, Bingo Mode Pikmin. I'd have to think about it whether it's my favorite video game of all time. But, but I mean, very likely. Um, I like Katamari a lot, but he did not introduce me to Katamari. I don't know if you know Katamari. Not really. I, I think we played we played we played Zelda the that and that went well. That might be on his top three of successes. Zelda, Wind, something. You walk around. No, Zelda, Call of the Wild. Is that Breath right? of the Wild? Breath of the Wild. Did you play that? I did play that. It was really good. Yeah. So that one I think would be his other. I might, I'm probably just like completely spacing on one, and I hate when I'm panicking about that, but I'm just going to leave it because I can't think of it. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I have a plug as well. My plug is the sequel to Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yes! It is. <laughs> I didn't the know Kingdom. there was one. It came out Friday, and early returns for me. Is this going to be my favorite video game I've ever played? It kind of oh, looks yeah. like it. I love it so completely. I, I I played, like, we were recording this on Saturday evening. I played about three hours yesterday and about four hours today. I cannot believe how much I love it. See? Uh, if anyone out there has been considering getting a Switch and likes playing Zelda games, uh, you should do it. I, it, it. It's unbelievably good. Were you a Zelda? Did you play Zelda as a kid? Yes. See, I, I played no Zelda as a kid, so it was like a kind of a, a lift for Pat to get me to, to mm-hmm. do it. And we played that one. That one's not a co-op mode. We, we passed a controller for yeah. that. This game is... So the, the whole hook of Breath of the Wild is how wide open and the extent to which you can just do things. You can solve puzzles however you want to. And this game really laughs on the game of Breath of the Wild's face in terms of how much further open and how many different ways you can do things and you can fail at things. Uh, It's outrageous. I love it completely. And I have not even seen a small percentage of the things it has to offer. We will see how things shake out. But like as of this moment, like, my expectation is I will finish this game and be like, that's my favorite video game. Damn, I need to text my brother. He is, like, a huge Zelda fan, loved Breath of the Wild. I didn't he's, even know he's probably playing, playing it already. You know what's going to happen? He's probably hardcore Pat's, into it. Pat's going to listen to this podcast, and Pat's going to be like, I definitely told you it was coming out. 
I have it in my notes right here on Monday, May 7th. I'm like, he's going to like remember the specific conversations where he definitely told me this game was coming out and I just forgot. But the the original was a minute ago now, like five years. Yeah, Breath of the Wild was like 2017. It came out when the Switch came out. So that's that's part of why like this was very highly anticipated. Yeah. Everybody like liked Breath of the Wild so much and Mm -hmm. this is finally coming out and... Well, it was always expected that it would be good, but it it has exceeded expectations for most people, including me. Unfortunately, apparently Stardew Valley literally never ends, so I don't know. Uh, you can play Stardew it. Valley forever. My sister it... is a big Stardew Valley fan. And really? Yeah. Did you introduce her? Uh, I did, but like she very much, it was like perhaps similar to what you're describing. We're like it came up, and we talked about it a little bit, but then. Like she never really messed with it, but then one day she was like, "Oh, I finally checked out that game you mentioned." And yeah. then three days later, she was like, "Oh, I played thirty hours of this in the last three days, and I think it's my favorite thing." Did and, you did you know when you recommended it to her that she would love it, or did you just think like this is a good game you might like it? I very much the latter. Like, okay. There have I feel been, like there have been like... other games that I've been like, "This might work for you," and that haven't landed. But I don't. I I would not have guessed that this would be the one, but it is the one. Because that's a delightful way to give a recommendation when you're like, yeah, I thought maybe. And then they like love it. It's like the most rewarding thing. Yeah. But also the flip side is like sometimes siblings, especially I've had recommendations for my sister where I'm like, I would bet my life this very moment that you would love this thing. And you keep not watching it. <laughs> and it takes like two years or something. And then she's like, oh, it's the fucking best. I can't believe how much I love it. And I'm like, God damn it. Uh, I said that over and over. This is semi-related but have you watched any of Kunk on Earth? No. That's a show on Netflix that's very funny that I like a lot and that is one that I messaged my sister and it was like Chelsea this is your number one show and she's like yes. I'll check it out sometime and hasn't messaged me back and it's been like, it's like I know you're fucking watching Real Housewives shut Real yes. Housewives off and yes. put the thing I, I'm telling you that this is the best show for you my sister's and, like oh I watched Lilo and Stitch for the fifth time yesterday and I'm like Megan except it's probably like the 50th <laughs> yeah and like I imagine I feel like you're probably like me in this way like you're not telling her this is going to be your most amazing content of all time every time you send her a Yeah, like, I am very cautious about this. You very careful about, like, hey, you might like this. And I bet you even underplay it most of the time because yeah. you're not quite sure. Yep. You don't want to overstate. So when you're like, you're going to love this, this is your new favorite show, yeah. come on. Similarly, hey, Jen, you might like Kunk on Earth. I don't know. I'm going to, like. It's funny. It's on Netflix. Words, you can watch it. Like, that sounds like a random word generator. My brain is going to have yeah. trouble remembering that if I don't write it down. Yeah. It's it's good. I started it once, and I watched like the first 10 minutes, and I was like, this show sucks. Everybody's an idiot. And then a few days ago, I uh, put it on again, and I was like, well, I, I was the idiot. This show fucking kicks ass. But like, <laughs> I, 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 I think you'd like it, but also I like – my sister needs to watch this. It is the most like, her show I can imagine. recommendation. My sister. Exactly. Well, I, had, I had one that I was so sure that she would like that I had to like trick her and then put it on and like tell her she was. I was like, no, no, no. This is what we're doing right now. You're sitting here until this is over. <laughs> and then she like watched the whole series in like an embarrassingly short amount of time. 
And then she did the same thing to my brother. Infuriating. Yeah. These younger oh, I, siblings. I hope they're, I hope at the very least they're crediting you with their extreme oh, yeah, she, enjoyment. Yes. They both. Good. Yeah. And like sometimes even that's infuriating because she's like, oh, yeah, it was great. Thanks for telling me. And you're like, God damn it. You don't know. <laughs> well, what have you ever given me? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Meanwhile, she's like, you would like The Bachelor. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> that's not that's not true. That's a bad record. She actually recommended Love is Blind was the reality show she most recently recommended to me. Sounds great. Check that out real soon. Mm. Uh, Apparently Jen. I gotta check out Cheaters. Oh. Uh boy. You know, I, I think you should watch Cheaters, but also like of the two, I I, I think you're gonna like Kunk on Earth better. Okay, okay. So if I follow one of those two recommendations not now that said compared to like How'd you like Love is Blind? I didn't watch Love is Blind. Cheaters is a lot better than that. So imagine a better version of a show you didn't watch. <laughs> All right, deal. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, Jen, I've had such a wonderful time talking to you tonight. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Best wishes in the intervening days. <laughs>